What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. If you're new here, my name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to the W Podcast, where you can get wisdom in a word with the wheelers. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, our page, because there's some people that may be checking us out for the first time. Our page Welcome. is all about helping people who are either dating currently or want to be dating one day. What does it look like to have a healthy, godly relationship? So that's what our whole page is about. Walk you through that. And we try our best to make sure we give you the best perspective we can and things that helped us when we were dating. So we got a really good topic today. Somebody asked us, somebody asked us what they wish. What do we wish we knew? Yeah. Somebody asked us what they wish we knew before we dated and before we were married. I feel like you get the question a lot of times, what do you wish you knew before you were married? But I don't feel like you got that. Like, what do you wish you knew before you started dating? People always say the dating stage. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to answering that today. But before we do that, y'all know we like to get into our would you rather question. So I'm gonna jump right into that. I'm gonna jump right in. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? All right. So the question is Would you rather be a great cook or would you rather have a personal chef? Meaning, because we know, y'all know how she try to be with these what you rather questions. I need details. Meaning, if you have a personal chef, you suck at cooking. You can't cook enough. You you burn. Are they going to say? You burn cereal. The personal chef is, is free. What? No. Oh. Either, I mean, sure. It's free. Whatever. Either a great cook or personal chef. Actually, it would be choose to be a great cook. I. You know what? I actually thought you would go there. Cause Why? I, I know that you like cooking and you want to be a great, great mother and cook great meals and you want your hubby to love what you eat. I don't know that. what voice this is, but that's her dream. The first thing that comes, <laughs> the first reason that comes to mind is because I want uh, our kids to in, like like my cooking and I want them to. You know, that's a memory, like to learn to cook with your kids, to bake with your kids. And then to teach them family recipes. I mean, my family doesn't really have any family recipes to pass on, per se. But we can start some. And, you know, like, let that be a tradition. What's the best thing you think you cook? I mean, you tell me it's No, 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 chicken, no, 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 Because I make it so many different ways, but that's not really What type of chicken? Um, I really like my Parmesan crushed chicken. Made it. Yeah, we haven't had that in a while. What's up? Add that to the list Maybe next week. Do that. Yeah, next <laughs> week. Shout out to y'all helping us get dinner plans for next week. You yes. know? All right. So, would I rather be a great cook or have a personal chef? You're always going personal chef. Personal chef, and you should know this. You shouldn't be surprised. I'm not because I like to outsource everything. Cut the grass, vacuum my floor, do my job. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever I can outsource. <laughs> Not my job. I, I like doing my job. But uh, anything that I can outsource, I try to do. So, yeah, I would definitely. And bigger than the outsource thing, because, like, yes, but, like, more so than that, it's really the fact that I can have somebody who can help me eat better, but also eat the things um, I like. So tell, it's kind of like they have to figure out the brains behind, like, okay, how am I going right, to make science. a delicious food There's science behind that's food. healthy? Oh, yeah, of course. Because, like, uh, one of the things Dwayne Wade, when he was in the NBA, he still does now, but he is a pri- uh, personal chef. And he said that when he was playing, he, especially in his younger days, he liked oatmeal cream pies and all the stuff, stuff that I like. like. <laughs> so his personal chef was like, look, just tell me you want it and I'll make it. 
because he can make it without all the processed sugar and all that stuff. So I need somebody. I need somebody to make me some healthy oatmeal cream pie. Well, I guess that's the idea that everything homemade is healthier. That's what they say. All right, what would y'all do? Would you rather be a great cook, personal chef? Tell us in the comments. We would love to engage with you guys. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We would love for you to join the fam here. We've been growing on this channel and there's more people. I know there's more people out there that need some help with their relationships. So Absolutely. if you like the content we have, send it to somebody, give us a like, all of that helps us out. Are you ready for today's I'm question? Ready. All right, let's, I'm waiting on you. Let's go. Okay. Let it go. Well, all right. Let Thank it go. you for the handoff. Okay, today's question is, what are some things you wish you knew before courting slash marriage? Mm, it's funny, they, courting and marriage aren't the same thing, but I guess they meant to say courting and marriage. We're going to get both. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, courting just means dating, because, you know, some people... It is a Christianese way of saying dating. Yeah. So, I like this question because we should all be asking, what is something that you wish you knew that you could have done better to someone who's ahead of us? So, we're newborn yeah. parents. We need to be asking a lot of questions. Yeah, and I'm even reading a book right now by Gary Chapman that's called Things I Wish We Knew Before We Became Parents. And he has one for marriage as well, if you guys need a book. Yeah, so, it's a great question. I'm going to just... I'm going to go first. I'm going to just break it down. I'm going to talk about dating first, and then I'm going to just go right into marriage. Mm -hmm. that cool? All right. So the first thing with dating, whoo, I didn't know that it was going to kill my flesh to live a godly relationship. Really? I you didn't. I, I don't think I really knew. Like, I think I knew, but I don't think I. You said it's harder I, than you thought it was going to be. Yeah, at, at times it was definitely harder. What do I mean by that? And it's not just with the sex, right? So obviously not having, trying not to have sex. Trying. Uh, not having sex, but yeah. there's some people, and some people are trying, this is a struggle, whatever. Yeah. Not having sex before marriage. Or just keeping that, physical boundaries. In yeah, like that is hard. But more than that, a lot of times just with arguing, right? Like, okay, I'm supposed to be a loving, kind person. The Bible says be slow to speak, be quick to listen. That's hard to do in a relationship. Uh, some of y'all watching right now, y'all like, yeah, I, hard to do in general. I feel that every day. Like, stuff like that. Because it's the things when you are speaking quickly, that's how arguments be flaring up. Because you're not even really listening to what the person's saying. You just start talking. And now it turned into a big argument when all they said was, can you pass the salt? Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, so obviously that's a joke. But... That was hard for me. Uh, the next thing I'll say is I did not know that dating was a part-time job. She had me working. No paycheck out here. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but seriously, I tell people this all the time. I didn't know that dating is a part-time job. Now, marriage is a full-time job, right? They're always there. There's always something to do. But dating, it looked like I was expected to call her every day. I was expected to text every day. I was expected to uh, make sure I treated her well. Like, there's expectations in dating. Yes, there's no covenant, but there is some level of commitment when you say, I want to exclusively date somebody. And there's days, fellas, can y'all at least, don't leave me hanging out dry here. There's days, I just don't want to talk. I really, like, I, I like you, I love you. Like, ain't no issues. I just don't want to talk today. But there was a lot of times, again, going back to killing the flesh, I had to kill my own flesh 
And I had to pick up that phone. How was your day? Oh, that's great. Yada, yada. He's making it sound like he didn't enjoy talking to me, which is Am not I? true. Am he I? He liked talking, just not for a long time. And sometimes I had things. Oh, hold on, hold on. I said some days. I didn't say every day. I love talking to her. She is a great talk. Great hang. Yeah, but we talking about talking. Anyway, yeah, I ain't trying to get, I ain't, you know, we got to live after this video. I ain't trying to get messed up. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, next thing. And I think what I'll do, I don't know how you have split up. I'll do my dating. I'm going to let you do your dating, and then I'll do marriage. You do your marriage. Cool? Okay. Cool. Um, having other dating friends. I didn't realize how important that was to have other dating couples be friends for you. Because I had friends who were Christian, right? But I didn't have any other people that were dating at the time when we first got, when we first started dating. You remember that? And that was tough. Like, that was really hard because you're going through things that other people don't necessarily know how to relate to you with or they haven't had that experience especially when like you're the first friend in your friend group who's trying to date in a godly way like that can be really really tough right <laughs> and then the last thing i'll say i wish i would have known that i couldn't trust myself too much before we got married or not even before we got married but before we started dating pauline actually was like she told me, I don't know, did you tell me this before we started dating? Yep. She was like, I don't want to kiss my until I get married. And I was like, oh, that's cute. He actually but laughed nah. at me. He actually laughed I laughed at you? Yeah. I don't remember that. It wasn't like a bah-ha-ha, like you were an idiot. It was just like, oh, oh, oh okay. I was like, why? Like you've never heard of that before. Yeah, I was like, life. look, we ain't having sex. I mean, we can at least kiss, right? Ain't nothing wrong with a little smooch. Um. <laughs> but I wish I would have known not to trust my flesh so much because kissing can lead to other things. I'm not saying that everyone that kisses in their relationship is leading to something. I'm just saying for me, I wish I would have known that that was not going to be best for me in dating. Uh, we've talked about this on other episodes before, so y'all know our story if you don't go check it out. But that's what I would say for dating. What, what about you? Yeah, so similar to... Um yours um the first thing i wrote down was um that not all christians i wish i knew that not all christians are intentional about how they date so it can feel lonely um so i knew because of my past and like what i had felt like the lord you know had empowered me and asked me to do when it was my time to date i was excited and felt like you know I was going to have all these boundaries and we're going to be intentional and I wanted, you know, I knew I wanted, um, I had, I had a lot of vision for the type of like husband and like dating relationship that I was going to have and God is very faithful and he definitely fulfilled and even exceeded that. But I did not know that other Christians, friends, Christians and friends that I had were not on that same had that same vision. So a lot of them, sometimes people were just like, oh yeah, like, this is the guy I want to date and don't really have a plan and don't really know why I'm dating this specific person. I just like them or they like me or like they're attractive and that's kind of like the long and short of it. Like, there was no depth to it a lot of times. Um, and people just weren't as intentional. Like, they didn't have boundaries. They didn't really have intentional conversations. Um, 
So it felt really lonely. It felt like, dang, like, am I the only one taking this dating thing seriously? And, um, you know, eventually we were able to build community and, like, you know, do live with other dating couples. But still, like, the level of intensity was a lot different than what our relationship was. So a lot of times it felt like we were out of place or, like, an anomaly or something like that. Um... So that's the first thing that I wrote down for me. So if that's you, if you, that's you out there and you feel like, you know, I really want to have a healthy dating relationship. I want it to start that way and us not to have to like backtrack and make up for lost time and all that. You're not alone. That's how I felt as well. Um, but keep going strong. God is faithful. Even if, you know, amongst your Christian friends that your relationship is, I don't trying to say like our relationship was perfect or anything like that because we made a lot of mistakes, but I'm just talking about as far as like, the level of intentionality um yeah ours was just different yeah what else the second thing that um i wrote down is that i wish i knew in dating that um your friendships are tested when you date hmm. what do you so, mean by that that is interesting yeah and like i think all mine are kind of like well these are both community related so um, you know, some people, and this happens when, I think when you kind of level up in all areas of your life, and I'm sure you guys listening have experienced this as well, whether it be like when you go to college or when you get a new job or when you have a kid or whatever like that, like your, your friendships change as honestly, like you make major life changes and like dating, dating very much affects your social status. So a lot of times people like, you know, when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you can go out with other couples or you have, um, you know, like a built-in, like, movie date or, like, something like that. You have somebody that you can always go grab food with or something like that and it kind of can affect your friends. Like, oh, you already went to see that with your boyfriend? I want to, you know, see that movie with you or whatever, something like that. Um, so, and that's a very, like, topical and superficial you But know, that's example. real, though. Like, that's... the. It's topical, but at the same time, when you are used to your friend being single and you always go to see that movie with them, and now they've already seen it with somebody else, like, that's tough. Yeah, like, some of you guys may have built-in kind of rhythms with your friends, which is awesome. Like, every second Friday, you guys go to this restaurant and, like, whatever the case is, but, like, what if you, Friday, start being your date nights with your boyfriend, then it makes them kind of difficult for your friendship. And some, a lot of times, and I'm sure a lot of you guys do have understanding friends and um i know that i do like a lot of them are like oh yeah like great i want you to go out with your boyfriend i want you to you know go spend time with him but then sometimes um they're understanding on the front end and like which is great and they mean well but then you realize six months on the road like oh my eyes close with you know this friend since we got together and then even more so sometimes friends like make assumptions about you when you're in a relationship and they say like oh i, I thought you were busy because you know you, you're out with tim or i saw the, this on social media so i thought that you weren't available and i didn't invite you to this or that it's like dang like people just really assume you're not available anymore um which really stinks and sometimes that's really just like them trying to i don't know like be nice or they think they're being nice um and they mean well and they really have no bitterness and sometimes your friends are a little bit bitter like oh you have a boyfriend now you don't have time for me and it's like i never said that you stopped inviting me <laughs> places so what would you suggest for somebody who may be dating right now or just started dating and they feel like their friends aren't really responding to it well like 
what would you suggest they do in, in order to maybe avoid some of those issues that you just talked about? Yeah, so I will say, um, also, like, not all of my friendships like this. Right. Some of my friendships, I think the strong ones really thrived when me and Tim started dating. They were really supportive, and they were like, oh, I want to be around you and Tim. And there's been a couple of instances where you and Tim and I went out with, like, you know, one of my friends um, to a concert, and then we've done some other things with her and, like, another friend as well. Some friends, I think, are fine, like, being a third wheel and and I know that's like kind of a, a bad term but like if you're the one dating make sure they don't feel like a third wheel like don't be all bunned up is that what they're saying bunned up whatever boot up yeah boot up don't be all like lovey-dovey around your friend like make it feel like it's three friends hanging yeah. out I feel like anyone who's hung with us as the quote-unquote third wheel I feel like they would say like they never felt like that and yeah I, especially for our brothers I'm proud about that yeah so um that's definitely something to keep in mind but so you asked me what, how, what was the question? What would you tell somebody who may be just dating and their friends are not, don't know how to respond to that new season? Like, um, how would you help them get through that? Yeah, I mean, if you, number one, well, I guess I'll say this. If you're the person who's in the relationship and you feel like your friends have kind of backed off um, since you've gotten a relationship, definitely have a conversation with them and even before you do that, make sure that you are intentional about maintaining your friendship. So if you guys do have, if you are used to having like, you know, kind of that rhythm of like, oh, every Friday is our, is our, is our taco night. And then like, you know, you stop doing that because you've been hanging out with your significant other instead. Make sure you just replace it. Instead of every Friday, maybe say, hey, Taco Tuesday. Yay! Shout out to LeBron, you feel me? Yeah. Go Lakers. So instead of that, say like, hey, can we, instead of every Friday, can we do every other Tuesday um, or every other Saturday? Or just don't just say like, hey, I can't come anymore and leave it. Like give some type of um, suggestion so that they feel like, oh, okay, they still want to see me. They still want to hang out with mm. me, even though they do have another priority with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, and if that doesn't work, and if you've kind of like fell off and it's been a couple months, like say you've already, you know, change that rhythm and you want to implement it again like so like hey i really miss you or i miss you know i was just thinking i really miss our 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 um weekly meetups or our monthly meetups like let's start them up again um but can we do this date instead or this location instead of what we used to do um and work with them on that now if you are the friend that's not in the relationship um you can also suggest that too like say hey you know i really um you know miss hanging out with you in this way or that way can we you know, start these back up again. And if you are the friend and you're like, you don't like your friend's significant other, don't sit on that. Lean into the pain. Like, if you say, maybe your best friend's dating somebody that you don't know, like they met online or it's someone who wasn't in your community group and you're not comfortable with them, like, make, be intentional about getting to know that person. Say, if this is my best friend, and this person's important to them and they need to be important to me. The same way that you would get to know your best friend's brother or their sister from out of town. Like, be intentional about that um, and let them know, like, I want to be friends with your significant other. Like, this person's important to you, they're important to me, and I can bet that that would mean so much to your friend. Um, and that doesn't mean, and if you're skeptical, that's okay. I've been there. I've been the friend where I'm skeptical of the person that my best friend or my close friend is dating and write it out. Trust God, pray, you know, pray for discernment and wisdom for your friend. But no matter what decisions your friends make, you still need to be a good friend. Um, you can be a good friend and not be, and not say like, oh, I approve of your relationship. Cause to be honest, your friends don't really need your approval. Um, 
because you know you don't see everything they don't see everything all that stuff so that's my um advice if your friendship is being tested through the dating season because that's definitely been my thing and then also know too not every friendship is meant to last your whole life a lot of friendships are just for a season and appreciate those friendships for what they are and what they were um and don't have bitterness in your heart because if you have bitterness in your heart that's taking up room where love could be um that's something that i have always had to pray through through every season of shifting and things like that so don't be bitter be thankful because uh, some if you moving into a relationship it may be a time for someone to move out and that's okay um my last thing for dating i don't i'm getting kind of long but you guys know how i am the last um, thing that I wish I knew before I started dating was to stick to your own boundaries. Um, I don't really need to go into too much detail because it plays off of what Tim said earlier about, you know, how I didn't want to kiss before we got together, before we got, before we started dating. And then I kind of like gave in because I, I'll be honest, like I wanted him to be happy and I like felt like, oh... You know, I don't want him, I don't want this to be, am I being too, like, religious about it? I, like, doubted myself. But then we went back, of course, to my original plan. So, it worked out in that way. So, I should have just stuck to my, stuck to my boundaries. I think I also made the mistake of thinking, like, oh, we together need to have boundaries. But, like, you're dating. So, he has his boundaries. I have my boundaries. And we respect each other's boundaries. It doesn't need to be, like, oh, us as a couple. Like, we decided on them. We should have, you know, you should sit down and say, like, hey, what are your boundaries? Okay, I can agree to those or I can respect those. And I say, these are mine. And if they're not the same, that's okay. You just cater to the person with the higher or the more strict boundary because that's, you know, where more safety and caution is. So that might be the best thing you said all day right there. Stick to your own boundaries. All right, let's move on to marriage. Y'all been waiting for this. What do we wish we knew before marriage? I'm going to jump right into it. Off the bat, I wish I would have known to get a king-size bed. <laughs> we did know that. Oh, I didn't know. We didn't um, do I it. We didn't, we didn't do it. So it's I wish I... No, 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 no. There's a difference between knowing you should do something and knowing. Like, oh. knowing you should do it, so you do it. Like making a non-negotiable? Yeah, like, oh, I wish yeah. I would have known to get a king-size bed. All my married people who've been sleeping in full-size beds, queen beds, <laughs> Full-size beds. <laughs> hey, but also, it depends on how big you are. We're both pretty big people. I'm 5'9", Tim's 6'2". We both got some... Little junk in the trunk. Muscle and hey, hey. shape to us, if you will. I like my cake. Yeah, we're both big people, so it, <laughs> it's different. Some people, we have friends who are like 5'2". Okay, regardless. They don't need a king size Yes, bed. you do. Get a king size bed. Uh, it's just, it'd be hot. Somebody may be elbowing somebody in the head by accident at Some, night. Somebody? Yeah, so I don't know. I don't somebody, know who it is. I'm sleeping. Somebody snores. Yeah, somebody does. Somebody pulls. Somebody does snore. <laughs> Pulling <laughs> covers off. Yeah, so just get a king size bed. Save you a lot of trouble. Um, the next thing I wish I would have known is the first year of marriage doesn't have to be the hardest. You hear that a lot. The first year of marriage is the hardest. It's the, it's the worst. Yada, yada, yada. It don't have to be. We're actually firm believers that it's not. If you set yourself up in dating and build a strong foundation on what? Friendship, on communication, on trust. If you do those things, marriage will still have its challenges. Like that's, we're not saying that, but it won't be the toughest thing ever or the worst year ever. It would just be an, another transition that you have to go through. Uh, so the third thing I'll say, I wish I would have known that my partner's past 
will affect our marriage. And I wish I knew my past would affect yeah. our marriage. All right, this, this is my list. Everybody's past. Yeah, with your hiccups. This yeah. is my list. Sorry, y'all. Y'all pray for her in the comments. <laughs> uh, but seriously, <laughs> I wish I would have known that past would affect marriage, whether it be mine or hers. Um, and low key, we this is the W podcast. We get real. I wish it would have. I wish it would have known. I wish I would have known that it would affect it in the marriage bed. You think just because the two of us, when we dated, didn't have any issues with sex, that when we get into the marriage bed, it's just going to be a bunch of freedom. And a lot of times, that's not the case. A lot of yeah, a lot of couples when they you know, sex is not great. First year, first two years, whatever. So, you know, just if that's you, if you're newly married, you're watching this because you love us, respect. But you're not alone. Like, you, there's a lot of couples who initially that sex is not great. And I'm talking like after the honeymoon stage because, you know, the honeymoon, you're just so excited to be doing stuff. You don't know. You're just excited. But, like, when you get back home and things start getting real, then it, it can be challenging. I'm going to move on. Uh, the last thing I well second to last thing. The I wish I would have known when I, before I got married that the smallest thing that you do would affect me and vice versa. The smallest thing I do would affect you. So I knew that if I went to the bank and pulled out two thousand dollars and went and bought some sneakers instead of putting that towards our rent, that that would affect you. I knew that, but I didn't know that if you came home with a box of cookies every day. That, that was going to blow my waistline up. I didn't realize it was the little small things that happened. I didn't know if you took a shower too long, I would take cold shower. Like, just the little things like that. And I'm not necessarily saying these are things Pauline did. Let's just be clear. What other partner do you have? No, I'm just using examples. I didn't know that her hiccup in this whole video was going to blow me while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Ooh, you good though, for real? You good? All right. Praise God. We, we have fun on here. Y'all having fun? If you if you like the podcast, go ahead and give us a like, man. Uh, the last thing I'll say is this. The enemy will try to attack the peace in your home. I wish I would have known that more. Obviously, you know that, but like, I wish I would know how to pray against it quicker. So, okay, yes, we're having some arguments or whatever, but like, have we actually prayed that the devil would get out my house? <laughs> get out my house. Like, have you actually prayed that in the name of Jesus? Like, that is something I wish I would have known. So those are my tips for marriage. What do you got to say? Um, if you can talk, praise God. I can talk. Just bear with me, guys. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, oh. get some water. <laughs> okay. The first thing I wish I knew, and of course you guys know we're about to be, actually next week, will be our three-year anniversary. Hey, it's our anniversary. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so it's we're still so very new. I think June first. You feel me? I think we're still considered newlyweds. Excuse me. Um, but anyway, maybe this is our last year being able to say that. But I wish I knew that building things together takes a long time. Like the IKEA dresser we just built for we Joshua. We did just build an <laughs> IKEA dresser. Well, dresser. I built that one, dude. You didn't really do. <laughs> you wow, you didn't so much shade. You didn't pick up one. I supervised, and they needed supervisors. My brother and his brother helped, and yes. shout out to the uncles. But sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Anyway, so um, yeah, building these together takes a long time. 
especially if you're gonna build it well and build it so that it can last. Um, I know one of the re excuse me reasons why I was excited about getting married, um, kind of excuse me at a youngish age. I was 25, she was 24, and um, I wanted to kind of get started. <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> With building our legacy together, with, you know, paying off debt, building houses, you know, start, like, just starting our family, starting a family, all those different things. Because um, my parents actually got married a little bit older. My parents were 34 and 36 when they got married, had me and my brother two years later. So I wanted to get, kind of get started on that, well, you know, the more, more time we have together, the more things we can do together, which is all obviously you know true so but it takes a long time I definitely thought that like you know once we get married everything's gonna get started like we'll be able to pay off this debt do, do that make all this money blah 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 but like it takes a lot more time to do do things especially when they were doing it in a way that's gonna last and be strong so the Lord is allowing me to build my patience muscle yeah and that's first couple of years of our marriage so I'm grateful for that because I always need more patience um oh and I also wrote to build strong or build well you have to gut out the gunk in your own life and be patient slash support supportive while your spouse does the same um I know I started going to counseling in the in the beginning of our marriage to work out some stuff from my past and like deal with things that like I hadn't processed well <laughs> excuse me and, um, I mean, but things are still happening as well. So it's not just like you go to counseling and deal with stuff in your past, but you're still going through things. You know, as life goes on, you kind of acquire more trauma, more stress, things like that. So, um, yeah, so that's what, you know, I keep, of course, you know, building out just a house with all those different, different things. The second thing I wish I knew before I got married was that how I treat myself really shows in how I treat my spouse. So if I have like a Tim is a great guy, as you guys know, he really is. He's very, um, you know, someone that I honor and respect the most in the whole world, and like he is who he says he is. Like there's no secrets or anything like that. And I think like you know when we have bad days or I get frustrated with him, a lot of times it's because you know I'm frustrated with myself, and I and I, it's really taught me to slow down and be like okay, Paul. Well, are you really upset? You know, like, what's really bothering you? Is it something that Tim did or is it something, like, he didn't meet your expectations that you put on him that you, he doesn't even know about, you know? So, that's the second thing. And, like, you know, a lot of times I don't give myself grace, so it makes it hard for me to give him, him grace. I'm not gentle with myself, so it's hard for me to be gentle towards him. Yeah, so on and so forth. And the third thing I wish I knew before I got married is that how my life um slash marriage feels matters more than how it looks and that would have sounded better if i didn't pick up in the middle of it come on we all you almost done you can do it you can do it man let's get through this yes um <laughs> he, he hates all hiccuping right now so yeah i don't really mind it that much um but yeah so how it feels how my life and my marriage feels matters and how it looks and obviously we live in an age of like instagram social media and all those different things and you, it's easy to compare your life to other people's and even just like your friends that you know you know that are in your life and you, it seems like you know them well maybe you do but like if you're have 
a good time if we laugh every day if we like love each other and are having a good time like that's really what matters it doesn't really matter if we you know don't measure up to like certain social status or whatever the case is that seems like everybody else is further ahead than us as long as we're loving each other and having a good time yeah that was good how my life and relationship feels matters more than what other people perceive it looks like I said it for you because I got your back. Girl, I got your Thank back. You. Hey, if y'all don't know by now, we real. You feel me? She got the hiccups and we still, we said keep recording because we ain't about to act yeah, like everything, everything ain't picture perfect. You feel me? We real and we try to give, seriously, we try to give you real uh, relationship advice as well. So if you enjoyed this content, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit the like, let the algorithm know that there's people who enjoy this content so that more people can get to it. And we would love that. Like Pauline said, our anniversary is June 1st. So we're excited. So we may do something about, we may do something special for that next week. We'll see. But this has been another episode of the W Podcast. We have enjoyed talking with you guys. Let us know in the comments what you thought about this video. What do you wish? If you're married and you're watching this, what do you wish you knew before marriage? If you're dating, what do you wish you knew? Maybe that might get you in trouble. But <laughs> let us know if any of this was helpful. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.